few months before the car accident, I was there on stage with one of the biggest, Nancy Ajahn, one of the biggest names in the Middle East. Like, I was next to her, and a few months after, I'm almost dead. So people know you from being the voice of Dubai, but they don't also know that you're a dro school dropout and also a self-made millionaire. So say the rules in a certain way where it's not annoying. For example, Sayyidat Wasada, marhaman bikum fi Dubai Opera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dubai Opera. Voiceover didn't get me here. Voiceover won't get you here. Talent is nothing without you growing it. I really like your podcast and that's why I'm here. Literally endangering my life. I've had multiple attempts at my life from uh, multiple layers of abuse, which I cannot tell you. How did I, a dude from Tripoli, who survived the car accident, who came to Dubai, became the literal human being that they always wanted to be, became known as a voice to buy, became a business entrepreneur, became someone who is literally driving his dream cars. How did that happen? So people know you from, from, from being the voice of Dubai, right? Yes, that's the main thing people know me as. So people know you from being the voice of Dubai, but they don't also know that you're a dro school dropout and also a self-made millionaire. Alhamdulillah. Uh, it, it, it's it, when I think about it, I'm like mm, you know, it has a little thing into it. I am proud of it, but like, let me take you through it. So I grew up in Lebanon, right? And uh, I am extremely lucky with my mom, and my dad, because my mom, and my dad really, 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 really loved me during my upbringing. So did they with my siblings. We grew up in a family that is extremely rare to say did not care what other people thought. My mom, a tiny bit. My father, not at all. My dad is a poet. He's, he's, he's into music. He got me into music from a very young age, French music, but still. And uh, I can't thank him enough to this day. So while I was growing up and picking up the English language, I was having so much fun with it. And yes, I did get bullied for it in school. And the reason why is mainly because of how I enjoyed myself being myself throughout the entirety of my childhood. I didn't really care what people thought. I was very strong-minded, but of course, I was equally hurt by their comments, by their bullying, and a million other things because I'm a child. Because you were making mistakes? Or? No, not at all. I was bullied because nobody could speak the way I, I spoke. That's really it. Like, okay, I'll, I'll tell you a pretty funny story. A quick turn, a quick turnaround. Uh, when, I was, when I was 13 years old, we had English introduced into our curriculum for the first time. So when the teacher came, uh, bless her soul, she was half Lebanese, half American, from what I remember. Shortcut hair, blonde, usual, you know. And she was very, like, teachery, right? She wasn't, like, the super fun kind. She was, like, pretty serious. So the first time she walked in, and I was incomprehensibly excited to meet her because of my English. And while I was growing up, I was into Eminem and this and this and this and that. So my English was proper. I even got into like death metal and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because I'm a musician as well. I love music. It's what I do for a living as well that you guys don't even know about. But, uh, but you hear it every day. And, uh, <laughs> and because of this, uh, because of my interest in hip-hop and music and all that, my English got strengthened strengthened. So when this teacher entered the room, bro, I was excited to meet her. But instead of going up and just showing off like, hey, I'm actually really good in English, better than everybody else in this class. And even the people who were with me in that class will probably be watching the show. So a shout out to Manal, who never uh, judged me, who was with me and she was the pretty girl in school. You still are, but you were, you know, back then. <laughs> so basically, um, uh, the teacher came in and everyone's like, okay, Ahmed's going to do his thing, right? And uh, I wasn't at all the most popular kid in school, not at all, quite the opposite. But I wasn't like nobody. You could, you could feel my presence in a room since I was a kid. 
and uh, basically the teacher came and everybody had to stand up, say a few words about themselves, blah, 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 blah. When it came to me, I looked at my best friend, his name was Majd at the time, and I looked at him and I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to act like I don't know English at all. And he started giggling. I was like, all right. So I, st- I stood up and I'm like, hi, I Ahmed, I English, uh, inshallah, soon I will be uh, very good. And then everybody laughed like top of their lungs. And my friend Manal can, can, ger- can verify this. And the teacher was like, why are you making fun of him? You know, like in Arabic, obviously, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be, you know, helping him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and then I switched to English and I'm like, I completely agree with you. I think everybody here should be supporting everybody. And then they laughed even harder. She's like, ah, okay, so this guy knows English. And then she's like, how do you know English? And I told her the whole story I'm telling you now. And I ended up doing a test uh, that basically, uh, other than the exams, I don't need to attend her class for the rest of the year. And I did that because of a very silly reason. Uh, basically, her class was one hour directly before the, what's it called? Uh, the recess, basically. And when you go down recess, I'm a short guy, right? Like, now I'm better. But back then, I was pretty damn short, dude. And I had glasses. <laughs> so whenever I used to go to get my favorite thing, which is a chocolate croissant, uh, basically, by the time I get there, all the tall, du- tall dudes would have gotten it. So my entire plan was to go to recess an hour earlier just to get the chocolate croissant. And I did. I did that test. It was uh, similar to an SIT sort of university level. And I got, I believe, uh, Manal, if you can correct me on this, it was 63% over 100 for a university exam. Wow. Yeah. And I was exempted from her class for the remaining uh, remainder of the year minus the exams, which I got, I think, around 95 over 100 on uh, without any in- English education. No, but you know what? You're, you're the perfect example of someone when they put something into their head. They will do it regardless of the obstacles of the environment they live in, right? Absolutely. So I, I've seen a lot of people, right? They, they say, oh, if I, if I lived in the UK or in the US, I would have been <laughs> speaking English perfectly. Nah, but man. No, dude, it's, it's all about your desire Absolutely. and how bad you really want it. Right? And don't forget, when you're a kid, man, everything that you sort of ingest truly is your interest because you can't, you can't be all over the place. You're a, you're a kid, man. And when you're a kid, you got you to gotta hone on to the things that you like. So for me, English was the first one. Music was the second one. So that's a little bit about my upbringing. And I was very, 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 very seriously loved by my family. And uh, I didn't have any issues in that, in that corner. I, I know a lot of people that do. I did not. I was given the, the freedom to do what I wanted. My dad got me my first guitar when I was nine years old. It was out of jealousy for my bigger brother who got one before me. But it was too big. I couldn't play. It was way too big. So uh, I got my own guitar, and uh, I also went to uh, a music school uh, at the age of 12 and a half. I had a private teacher at first who helped me how to pick the thing up, and then my dad put me in a conservatory uh, where you learn proper musical theory, and I was kicked out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was 12, 12 and a half. I spent around two and a half months, uh, and my teacher, Mr. George, I believe, is now very proud of where I am musically. Uh, but back then, he told my dad, your son's not cut out for music. So, uh, yeah, and then I... I picked up piano, I picked up bass, I picked up a bit of cello at the age of 15. Not really, but the rest, yes. Piano, guitar, uh, electric guitar, classical guitar, acoustic guitars, uh, bass. My brother was a bassist, so he really helped me out with that. And uh, I was in love with music, still am, of course. But back then, I mean, seriously, Amazing. my first girlfriend was a guitar. Like, I would sleep just <laughs> holding the thing legitimately. My mom would be like, don't you want to eat? I'm like, I'm playing guitar. But what's in, what I believe is incredible about me is that I never learned other people's music other than Red Hot Chili Peppers and Metallica when I was 14 plus. I actually and legitimately did not learn other people's music. I was just so interested in what I could do every time you I pick up an instrument. I was obsessed about creating something new every time I picked up an instrument rather than copying what already exists in the world. 
I was addicted to the idea of new. Of course. And was that rejection in music early on and your teachers saying you're not going to make it, was that also like another reason for you to prove them wrong? I genuinely did not want to prove anybody wrong, especially when it comes to music, particularly the, particularly no, 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 the I mean, subject. I mean, not, 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 um, not proving others wrong, right? Because most of the successful people I've met, I've even had in this podcast, one reason was for their drive and, you know, the thing that pushed them to do their absolute best is because of early rejections early on during the For career. sure, it was part of it. Him telling me, oh, no, this and that. But it was such a journey to me. It was, it was a journey where it's, it can't not happen. There was no way that that wasn't going to happen, more or less. And the reason why I got kicked out, other than the fact that he would tell me, this is how it is, and I will tell him, yeah, but why can't it, it be that? And they'd be like, what do you mean? No, it can't be that. Those notes are wrong when you play them together. I'm like, but they have a different type of feeling. So I just have an emotional approach towards music rather than a logical one, I guess. But music is meant to be emotions, right? It's a universal language. I'm speaking uh, English now. I know no other known language. I know how to say uh, for Russians, but that's pretty much it. And and the Dutch people, they're awesome. Because when you say, uh, what was it? What was that word, man? You know, you know uh, uh, all is good in their language is alles gut, which is. Oh, really? Do you know that? It blew my mind. And I'm like, <laughs> it's the same thing. So, uh, yeah, I just, I like the idea of new and having my own personalized approach to anything that I did at that time, which was mainly music. But yeah, man, you've got, there, there's a lot, there's a lot to uncover here, but I'm looking forward to your questions. So hundred percent, hundred percent. So tell me, how is the voice of Dubai came about? Because you're, you're probably like the most voice in the city, right? Um, but nobody actually knows who's the man behind that voice. I mean, it's it's an artist's name above all else that I was given last year uh, by a bunch of media outlets. I'm sure people can Google that and find out. And then later on, it was fortified by certain entities in the country in order for me to be allowed to use this term. And, uh, you know, they, they were OK with it. They were more than OK with it, thank God. And I... Well, we had to verify if it was OK to use that name or not. No comment. I cannot comment on that any further. But what I can tell you is uh what i can tell you is that it's an honor it's a legitimate honor to be ha- to hold such a title such a monumental title but i'll tell you why for top city as well you're not, you're not yeah it's a top city it's a top city but let me tell you why um there are a humongous amount of incredible voice artists i haven't been a voice artist for that long believe it or not but i did come up with the ability to create different tonalities run a major production house and make it successful uh, where a lot of these people come for these solutions, a lot of these clients come for these solutions that require voice. And a lot of the other artists that I got to meet, I was very inspired from, people who've been doing this for 20 plus years more than me. And I found a way to sort of customize a tone for a client, the same way I create music for clients that is customized up to the molecule, which I'll speak about in a bit. It's called Sonic Branding. Very fancy name. Yeah, we're um, going to touch about that. because I've We're going to touch name. about that as well, yeah. Uh, but basically, because of my experience with Sonic Branding, which we'll explain very soon, I had the ability to go into the molecules of what I'm talking about, and that's where I came up with the different tonalities. But to become a voice talent was not an easy journey, but nobody taught me, same as the rest of my life. It's just by observing and sort of getting it and doing it but I started doing a lot of brands and then I sort of approached certain brands. Because like, voiceovers usually, they get the brief and they do it, right? They get a job, they get a gig. 
I sort of went to certain people and made sure that those things happened. So I'm a salesman with a great voice. That's amazing. That's amazing because you know one one of the one of the um, one of the keys to be a successful salesman is you've got you know play with your tonality. You've got to be sharp because if you if you if you pick up the phone and you do a cold calls, it was like hi, how are you? I'm trying to not <laughs> exactly right, but if you speak with enthusiasm. And you, you know, play with your tonality really well. Absolutely. And it can be fake. That's the thing. People no, people can pick up on fake, right? Exactly. People can pick up on fake. You can't do that. You can't, you can't be 100%. that. That's not who you are. Most people just want to be somebody. I never wanted to be anybody. I always wanted to be Ahmed Hafar. Now it's Ahmed Hafar, known as the voice of the Bible. Great. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I'm honored at the end of, at the, end of the day. I am. But the thing happened because it had to happen. Because some things are meant to happen the way they're meant to happen. At the end of the day, I made waves. And then a bunch of people were like, hey, man, tell people. And then I made one video, hit two million. Then another hit a million. And I'm like, okay, there's some serious interest there. Now, I knew that could be interest, but I didn't, I didn't care whether or not people knew me or not. But in this age of media, it's important. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to change my mindset 180 degrees. But it's the background of it, the hard work, or pretty much what that, what that poster says behind me. People... See where it says success behind? That is where you can say voice of the why. But what about everything under it? 100%. You know what I mean? Of course. So, no, I'm not the only good artist around town or around the Middle East. Of course not. But I am the first guy that can say, Cowbound, discount a race for you and your family. Nature Valley, be one with nature. Take Nature Valley, for example. When I change it in Arabic, it's Nature Valley. How does that sound anything close to English? See, that was designed. We went to them. I went to them like, this is what the audience will like here. So it's a marketing thing. I go and I help marketeers achieve a better product rather than voice one. I'm not about voice one. Like, for example, I'll so go and... So you help in the process of creating Absolutely. From A to Z, without an inch of a doubt. Like, take McDonald's. I did a campaign for them around a year and a half ago now. I don't even remember. the Download the McDonald's app and enjoy reward points. The new spicy chicken from McDonald's or any of those. Like, you'll see how the sort of tonality that sort of works out. But McDonald's also use, what, 30, 40 other voices every few years? So it's fine. But where I became sort of like the official voice, like Dubai Opera. Now, that's a beautiful, gorgeous voice. People are going in. They're going to watch a show. They want to feel special. But there's some rules, right? But who likes the rules? So say the rules in a certain way where it's not annoying. For example, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dubai Opera. And like, I swear, it's just the way it's said. You know, I'll put up, I'll put up a script for Dubai Opera. And I'll read something very quickly. You guys hopefully will enjoy that. Oh, that's amazing. You, you, to be you, fair. you hear it over there, right? So let me let me make you hear it right now very quickly and, and make you see how the whole thing is meant to go. Right? So check this out. So basically, I'm gonna give you guys a bit of an example on Dubai Opera and how that voice was designed for them because you're in a place that has a lot of rules and you know they're telling you things and you don't want it to be boring. So my English tone, my Arabic tone are very different. You're welcome to go to the Dubai Opera and listen to them there and you'll see the difference of how that was done precisely and that's because of how I customized music for brands for many, many, many years before. So I had the ability to have these tools in my mind. Check this out. السيدات والسادة أهلا بكم في دبي أوبرا 
يرجى العلم أنه تم الآن فتح أبواب المسرح Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dubai Opera The auditorium is now open Please be aware, only beverages and disposable glasses are allowed inside the auditorium Electronic cigarette devices are forbidden inside the premises Thank you and enjoy the performance And as someone who uses these things, I also don't use them in Dubai Opera I listen to my own, uh, to my own advice, so please follow it And as you can see, the tones are so different but they match where we are. Because when I use that tone, say in the middle, like you've heard me on the, what's the, the tagline for it's a lot. I'm one of the people that voiced it. The it is a lot together matters. That little pause in there. And if I were to do it better, it would be like this. It is a lot together matters. So you'll see the, the tone and the fluidity of it and stuff like that. And you go on the radio, many people say this tagline. I'm not the only guy, right? But when you hear mine, it's just, eh, there's something to it. It captivates you in a certain manner, right? And that's, that's, that's what I do. I go into the details. I go into a lot more than just using my voice. My voice is a weapon. And so are my hands behind an instrument. It's a lot more than people think. Wow. That's amazing. Thank That's you. honestly really amazing and inspiring. Thank you. I mean, like people are gonna feel it behind the camera. I hope but, so. Like, how do you come up with the ideas to deliver the exact tonality that the clients want and making all these different sounds for different brands? So I'd assume you're not gonna make the same. You're not gonna sound the same for a certain brand to another brand, right? That's correct. You're gonna switch it up. Man, if you really know the amount, because a lot of people know me from the known big brands, which is great, an honor to do them. But if you look at the humongous amount of brands that are also, because when I say I'm the official voice of, people get confused, especially other voice artists. Like, what does he mean by that? It means there's a contract that says they're only allowed to use me for X period of time. And I come up with that idea. I'm not saying I'm the only guy that does it. Maybe I am. I don't know, unless someone can come and prove it to me. But usually clients go and say, you know what, man? We want you to be our official voice. You're not allowed to work with anyone else. I go to a client and I'm like, I'm your official voice and you're not allowed to use any other voice. But I'm out there doing a million things, other, other things, right? So that's what I did that made a bit of waves around town. Even in Saudi Arabia, hell, even in India, people are starting to know me and follow me and stuff like that now that I have a social media. And no, guys, I just opened up my so Everyone's like, why aren't you verified? Why do you have a low amount of followers? Then support it. I just opened it up. Look at the post. It's not even a year long. Go ahead and support it. Thank you. Because <laughs> I'm doing a job. You know what I mean? I've got multiple jobs. I got employees. got food to put on the table. I run companies. I ain't playing around. But more importantly, it goes down entirely to who I am and what I represent between me and me. Same as you, Ahmed. Your, your questions are on point. When you ask them, how you ask them, the details that you put in, right? You've got your own secrets there. So for me, how do I approach the brands and all of that? How many, how many herbs does KFC have? Now people know. But for a very long time, nobody had any idea. And for a very long time, no one's going to have any idea. So as long as you hear me and you're like, wait, that's Ahmed. For example, I have a good friend of mine. His name is Eli. He voices Talabat. And so did I. Before InstaShop. Delivery in 30 minutes or under. Download the InstaShop app now. Before that, I was doing quite a bit for Talabat. And now I stopped completely because I just want to work with InstaShop. I want to keep delivering that and growing them, right? Because they're massive now. But Talabat would be like, Talabat, would you now? Just the way I would deliver that, you know? But then you'd hear Eli's voice on it and be like, oh, wow, Eli's voice is also great. Exactly, because he's a... amazing professional everyone is unique everyone's so unique in their way 100%. but no my friend Eli he, he does he's a voice imitator he does Morgan Freeman so anytime you've heard the Morgan Freeman ad like the one on Aldar right now that's my friend Eli's voice oh, yeah he does he does almost 50 voices 
He deserves a shout out. Check out Eli Iskandar on Instagram. My personally, my best friend. I love the guy more than the world. The dude's genius, right? And I have my own way. See, he 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 does these voices. I create new ones. He has his voice signature, and he can act voices. I have many voices that are me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dubai Aquarium and Underwater Zoo. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mall of the Emirates. Just the way I say it, the Mall of the Emirates. I'm sure you've heard that somewhere, huh? <laughs> so, so basically what I'm trying to say is uh, it really goes around multiple multitudes of levels to understand how a marketeer's brain handles but as long as you guys are enjoying them and you're having fun guess what i'm having fun too let me tell you a quick story about how honored i was just yesterday so let's talk about sonic branding for a second is that okay is that okay with you yeah because i actually want to talk about it what's your question i want you to give me the i like the way he he gives it give me your question i actually want to talk about um sonic branding but before i want to talk about sonic branding i've just got two questions then you guys will have to wait for that story because you're going to love it. It's, co- it's, com- it's coming up soon. All right. So let's say I'm a brand, right? Yeah. And if you use a certain type of tonality, right, to advertise my product or to voice over it, right? And I'll tell you, Ahmed, listen, there's a contract. You're not allowed to use that same tonality with any other brand in the world, right? So does that make it harder for you? Especially if, like, if you, de- if you delivered something really, really out, out of the world. Amazing. Right, and then let's say there's another big company, another big brand. Be like, oh, Ahmed, please, we need this voiceover. How do you play around? I don't let them tell because me because it don't usually sound the same, right? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the brands, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't like the opera, for example. You sound different than yeah. McDonald's, than yeah, it's salad. What you? Yeah, yeah. Right? there's there's a lot more. There's Tubosh. No, wait, what was that? Sorry, I, I actually confused my own tones. Tubosh. Yeah, the one on the radio. There, there's so much that require their own sort of focus because, look, you've got layers. You've got something called voice acting. Voice acting is what my friend Eli does so well. And that one, you've got advertising voice acting, and then you've got a different type of voice acting. With me, I utilize voice acting on a different way. I just make my own curriculum, my own rules, right? Which has to go back to the fact that I understood what I'm capable of. But when them brands are like, okay, so this is how they want it. All the brands have to do is tell me the emotion they're going for, and I do everything else. So most brands don't really tell me what to do. They're like, Ahmad, you're the expert. Tell us, what do you think works? And then when I become the official voice of, like, Stars Play, you know? Hasriyan uh, ala Stars Play, exclusively on Stars Play. Like, the way that's delivered. Look at my eye. Look at the twitch of my exclusive, sorry, exclusively on Stars Play. So the way I did that, right? That little, ah, right? So when you hear that, you won't see my face doing that. But that's how I am behind the mic. I'm just delivering in a certain manner. So I go to my clients and I tell them what they need. They don't tell me what I need. For example, let's talk about Washman, right? Washman is becoming a really big brand around town, inshallah, much more. The owner, Rami, is an incredible guy, and his vision is on point, right? So when I call Washman, let's have a bit of fun here. Let me, let, let me give Washman a call, guys. Choose one of the following options to be connected to an agent right away. The way that's delivered... Thank you for calling Washman, the UAE's number one laundry service. But then let's call HMS, which is Garhoud Hospital, Murdiv Hospital, and many others, right? So let's call any of them. I'll write HMS. So you've got Garhoud, Murdiv, and other FIFA Medical Center. Let's call Garhoud Hospital. Okay, here we go. Now check this voice. So this starts with music that I did for them, which is the sonic identity. The phone has forgotten how to phone. Okay, give it a second. It is dialing. Is it not? 
Now listen to the English. If you're calling HMS Medical Group, your smile begins here. Thank you for calling HMS Group. Your smile begins here. شكرا لاتصالكم بHMS الطبية. ابتسامتك تبدأ هنا. So really, it's a lot about sitting with the marketeers, understanding things on a different That's level. Brilliant. And what do you think really it, it takes to be a great voice artist? A lot, and, and, a lot, a lot. Oh my God! <laughs> and obviously, delivering the maximum to the clients. It's see, listen, because I'm I'm sure there's a lot of there's lots of voice artists right now. Yeah, but put the, put them on episode. a scale. Put them on a scale. I've been a voiceover for so not I've that long. I've come across a few a free freelancers right on Fiverr, whatever, right. And when people look at you, look what that you've achieved so far. This is such a young age, mashallah. Thank you. They all, I'm sure there's so many people want to be in your spot, but they're all wondering like, what does it take? What's like the secret recipe? I'm sure there is none, right? You've just walked your, you've walked your ass there's off. There's a few you've, things. You've walked really hard. But, there's a few things. There's a few But I'm things. sure you've done a few things because you've started off as a freelancer. Uh, originally when I was, well, I had a job when I first came to Dubai actually. Uh, it, was, it, it didn't have to do anything with this. It, it had to do with music. Okay. Yeah. And I was sort of fired out of there just in case you're watching. And I became a freelancer, yeah. But my initial bit was uh, music. When I became a voice artist, I already owned my own audio production house. Wow. So it was very, very, very different. Uh, I was into music at first, or like basically an audio engineer. But yet again, I have no school education. Uh, just to let people know, I'm a school dropout. Uh, I have never been to university. I signed up to SAE, which is amazing. Loved them, loved them from the bottom of my heart. And I did a few months and then I, can, I, I didn't go back because I was too busy. I was way too busy. I tried to get a bachelor's and they accepted me to do a bachelor's without even a high school degree. A university, wow. uh, Middlesex University accepted me without a, a, a high school degree to do a bachelor's degree, right? Which is a minimum of their requirement. And they still accepted me and I still didn't finish it because I just didn't need it. I realized no, I didn't need it. You, you, you're the perfect example because always so people find a skill that you're good at, practice it day in and day out and see how, you, how, how far Try you can five. Right? Yeah, Try five. Because at the end of the day, sometimes people complain, oh, I, can't, I, could, I couldn't find a job. Oh, there is no money. Oh, they blame the government. They blame everyone and anyone, right? Everybody want to... You know how many voiceovers blame me? It's like, oh, you're taking work from us away, no, but dude, like, you know, find the skill, develop it, be good at it, and that skill will pay you. That, that would be your source of income. But people don't understand that. No, they don't. Unfortunately, they don't. See, the thing is, people just want to talk about things more than do them. I don't have time to talk about things. Honestly, I really like your podcast and that's why I'm here. Even when you guys Google Thank me, you. I haven't done that many podcasts. I did the one with Sarwa. I, I did a bunch of them. That one was business, which is the only one I did for business. But like, I don't like going out and talking too much when I'm so busy doing, but I want to educate people. I want to help people out. Hell, I even opened up my own school, surprise. And it's still soft launched, but still like we are literally changing people's lives. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, man, people want to talk about things. And yeah, I'm telling you right now what's special about me, what I think is special about me. First of all, I do five things. I'm a voiceover artist known as The Voice of Dubai. I'm a sonic branding composer, music composer that's extremely unique. I've done the music for Nancy Ajram, Elie Saifo, Bivyam Rad, Malhamzen, and Walik Furi by the age of 17 because of Jean-Marie Rieshi. In case you watch this, I love you. And I was 17 years old, school dropout, and I got picked out of a handful of kids to do one thing, and I turned that into a career. Where do you meet people like that? That's even nothing. I'm a stand-up comedian, got my own show on Starsplay. Ahmed Hafa rated R, streaming exclusively on Starsplay. Watch it out. 
pretty funny especially if you live in dubai you love it and uh man I'm, i'm an mc i'm a host i'm a celebrity host i can go up say a few voices people go crazy you know like the amount of things that i actually do is beyond people's imaginations i own an older production house And I run it. I now have a school, so two companies. It's really not a joke. And I'm planning on doing a billion things more. But at the moment, I do all of these things. So money? Okay, money's not coming from here. It'll come from there. Money's not coming from here. Exactly. You want to know? As a voiceover, that's the least amount. Of, the money I make in voiceover, I don't even consider it in my money I make system. It's less than nothing. Yeah. I mean, you don't... I mean, with all the respect, you know what? I'll show off for a second. This is a Ferrari. This is mine, Right? voiceover didn't get me here voiceover won't get you here talent is nothing without you growing it and this is just a car this means nothing to me you should see the life that i make sure my mom and dad have then you'll be happy this is nothing it's a car oh i want a nice car I want a... who cares man i like this thing since i was 14 years old so i got one does it make me better than anybody hell no but ain't nobody better than me remember that ain't nobody better than you You know, that's that's so right because people love, to, I hate talkers. Like when people ask me, what do you hate the most? I don't hate much, right? But there's only one thing I hate. There's a few things I actually hate. <laughs> <laughs> But I would say I hate negative people. I hate yeah. negativity, right? I yeah, hate people yeah. who complain and moan about everything. Absolutely. Right? And, and I hate talkers, right? So we just talk about all the things they could have done or would have done. I should have done. Should have done. I was gonna right, yeah, good. right? Oh, like you, I'm sure you've you, you've come across people like that. Oh, I was gonna be a footballer, but I got this injury which prevented me from doing so. Oh, I was gonna be a doctor, but I failed my medical test. Bro, take it, retake the test hundred million times till you. I don't want to. Oh, care. it's gonna it's gonna get Succeed, it's, right? it's so expensive to go and then do the test. Right? Just, Find the way, man. Find the way. Everything right. So I, I hate I hate these kind of people. I hate people who talk just. Ahmed, I'll tell you this right now. My future was written for me. Imagine a kid who failed school twice. My dad and my mom are teachers. So that's a bit of an offense in our little neighborhood, right? Like Ahmed's, you know. My sister holds a PhD. My biggest brother works in Western Union. So you come a from a really working class family. Yes, proper. And we've all done something with our lives. And, and my mom and dad were terrified because I kept failing school. And they know that I'm not, not good. I'm not, excuse my language, I'm not stupid. So why is Ahmed failing school? Music. I wanted to make music. And when I got that opportunity, uh, because of what I just said, we just heard, I, was, I didn't let any of it go. Man, I live in an area called Tripoli, which is an hour and a half away from the capital, Beirut. I used to go on a bus alone at one in the morning, literally endangering my life. I've had multiple attempts at my life from uh, multiple layers of abuse, which I cannot tell you, including theft and much, 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 much worse, holding gear and a guitar that I could barely afford that I bought because my father bought it to me because he didn't end up having dinner for God knows how many nights of dinner he wants, of course, to get me what he got me. And I'm not gonna go ahead and ruin that. Hello, I just want to talk to you quickly about this beautiful massage gun from Game Hunter Store GHS. What I love about this absolute beautiful tool that is so light on the hand and I can take it with me wherever I go. I love the fact that it's got a touch screen and pay a different level of speeds and vibration so you can adjust that depending on how you view each day. I love taking it with me wherever I go and I love using it after a heavy session at the gym or even after a long day at the office. What I also love about it is the battery life. It lasts, it lasts about eight to 10 hours of consistent use. Not to mention, right, it comes with this beautiful case and it's got six different type of heads 
you can each switch them up depending on how you really feel and which one is you feel better for you for that giving day wait don't go they've also got this mini massage gun which is so insane guys look at that it's literally the size of an iphone how insane is that it's so light you don't feel like you're actually holding something in your hand this is my favorite i love taking it with me wherever i go i can literally fit it in my pocket if i want to guys if you like what you're seeing you can get 10 percent off by watching this episode the discount code is tic10 use that when you go on gamehunterstore.com so ahmed you started off as a freelancer initially as a musician right then you start freelancing for some of the biggest singers in lebanon right and you're now a business owner at 27, 28? 28. Right? God bless you. Thank you. How did it all happen? <sighs> Let me tell you. Hard work, persistence, late nights, rejection, sacrifices, discipline, criticism, doubts, failure, and risk. Did you get that on camera? <laughs> <laughs> Let me take you through it. Um, after the whole music with the artists in Lebanon, that wasn't necessarily a lot of money but it was a lot more than i was making not that i was making anything at 16 17 i was a private teacher i used to teach guitar and i did because i didn't learn music as you i previously told you i sort of taught emotions how to approach an instrument how to feel an instrument how to feel a melody now not everybody's talented with that but i found a few people that were willing to pay me ten dollars a week and that was quite a lot now at 17 and a half after i achieved quite a bit of success when it comes to the art like arabic artists and stuff i was involved in a car accident that i believe half of dubai knows about because it went viral multiple times uh when i was uh, 17 and a half years old and my two closest friends passed away in the accident i was the only survivor in the back seat of the Sorry car to hear about that. thanks man spent a month and three days in a coma and my heart stopped you ready you ready for this you probably know this my heart stopped for 46 seconds and came back to life without medical assistance you heard that right let me repeat it my heart stopped and came back to life for after 46 seconds without medical assistance so it went like teet 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 and people are always asking like how'd that happen well when you're presumed dead when you arrive like so i had like internal bleeding in my head and in my chest right and broken bones or like okay the guy's done they put you on an iv they put you in the morgue quite literally and then they wait for you to pass away so that they write the time on your death certificate and i went through the same process but after i flattened i went back without you understand without medical literally call uh should i say the name of the hospital i shouldn't say it. i'm not gonna say anything okay so that's what happened end of story and from there, I ha- I went through a lot psychologically, mentally, emotionally, uh, beyond your imagination. I had to learn how to imagine being a musician, your hands broken. I couldn't walk for a very long time. I couldn't even sit up the way I'm sitting up for a very long time. When you go through something like that and you lose the two closest people in your life, uh, R.I.P. Ahmed Deeb and Muhammad Laumar, Allah Allah you, you don't understand the level of power that you're also given uh, because it goes one of two ways. To be given a second chance. Exactly. It goes one of two ways. You're either going to be the press for the rest of your life or the happiest. But a doctor came up to me, uh, Dr. Gabi, who I love more than the world. Uh, I don't think he'll be watching this because he's quite old. I'm not even sure he's on social media. But Dr. Gabi came to me and he's like, Ahmed, you're not one in a million. You're one in a billion with a B. And it's still stuck to my head to this day. 
And uh, it's not just a second chance. It's it's the fact that I always knew I was heading towards an insane career. I mean, for God's sake, a few months before the car accident, I was there on stage with one of the biggest, Nancy Ajam, one of the biggest names in the Middle East. Like I was next to her and a few months after, I'm almost dead. It was like my, my, my life is so literal. From being at the highest of the highest. That I've ever achieved at that age, yeah. You were at that age and then being... Humbled the hell down, yeah. Because I decided to go to Beirut uh, after convincing my friends, my best friends, to take me. And they're like, okay, yeah, we want to go to Beirut anyway. And uh, on the way back, the accident happened. It was uh, 2.34 a.m. And, yeah, I was airlifted, quite literally. That made you appreciate life more. Beyond your imagination. And and not take things for granted. This is what I'm trying to say, right? Like, this Ferrari key I have, this is nothing. People think, oh, it's all about this. Like, look at social media, man. It's filled with people showing off their cars and whatever. Yeah, but unfortunately, a lot of you don't know that a lot of people come from rich families. They come from funds. They come from, well, I come from nothing. I come from a school teacher. That's where the respect comes in. A lot of these people, they come from a lot of things, and God bless them. Good for them. I wish I was them. I'm not going to lie. But. Bro, they, they, most of these cowboys, I call them cowboys on Instagram, right? Most of these cowboys, the cars they're using or they're flexing with, not, they don't even belong to them. Yeah, that's correct. They're wearing watches. They don't even belong to them. That's correct. And that's why I hate. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of these influencers. I'm not talking about the, the gears or the lip fillers or whatever, right? I'm mostly talking about the little boys. Yeah. Who are, show, who are showing off this and they're making good side. money right they've got millions of followers they got it they're good for them so good for them. them they don't even bro it's just, it's just like it's just like and and what they're doing really is they're pushing that insecurity among young people unfortunately that's why there's like massive amount of you know depressed people among the younger generations because because if all what you see right when you go on your instagram feed is like people showing off and flexing and you, if, especially if you're st- still figuring out your purpose of life that gonna make you feel like a failure 100 percent. Right? so no i agree with you and well done bro like um, thanks man for turning things around and i've got this written in my whiteboard right 90 plus 10 equals 100 so 90 is your reaction and 10 is the environment and 100 is the outcome so 90 lo- uh, like how you react to things is gives you the outcome and luck luck i don't luck believe in luck i believe in luck ahmad believe- ahmad how am i alive I wouldn't say luck. I say maybe God's plans, bro. Fine. I agree with that. But come on, man. No, yeah. Physically, I was an inch away from getting my neck broken. I was, an, I was actually literally two inches away. You see this little scar right here? Could have taken out my eye. Wow, I didn't two inches. Two inches. You, you see it? Yeah, yeah, now you see it, yeah? Yeah. See that guy? But what is that? That the glass happened to scratch right there. What is that? By the way, I was asleep in the car, FYI. And you see this hand? You see the scars on this hand? I don't know if you guys. I mean, it's 4K. You should be able to see it. You see that? Because I was sleeping like this. Literally like this. And I had the seatbelt on because I needed something to hug me. Because in Lebanon, not everybody wears seatbelts, right? And I needed something to hug me as I'm trying to sleep. Because from Beirut to Tripoli is an hour and a half. I wasn't in the mood of, you know, and the guys were just silent playing some music in the background. So you need to understand that Lug, I hope I get to give you this piece of advice myself, honestly, because you're such a great guy. And for having me here, I thank you. Thank you. Um, Dude, luck plays a role meeting the right people you got to be in the right place you got to be ready you got to have a million things done you got to have a lot of th- a lot of things ready but irrelevant of all of those lucks play the role i've met the most important people in my life in the least expected places including my newest girlfriend who is unlike anyone i've ever dated in my life and i have no idea why or how but since you want to take it back to what god had decided i agree 
What God had decided is that the mom and dad of children, the kids need to be good to them. I'm extremely good to my mom, but my dad, my mom, as we say in Arabic, she prays for me literally all the time. And yeah, I know I'm good in talking and selling and this and this and that, but so is a million people out there. How did I, a dude from Tripoli who survived a car accident, who came to Dubai, became the literal human being that they always wanted to be, became known as a voice to buy, became a business entrepreneur, became someone who is literally driving his dream cars. How did that happen? If not with a little bit of luck and a little bit of help from my friends, people need to understand relationships are everything. Ahmed. People keep forgetting that relationships and respect, mutual, honest, genuine respect goes a long way. It goes a long way. And I'm telling you right now, man, it only gets better when you go over the initial hurdles like you have as a fellow entrepreneur. It gets better. And money should never be your goal. I don't wake up in the mornings like, how much money am I going to make? <laughs> Not really. I got problems. I got real problems. I'd be walking on the street and be like, hey, man, you're the voice of the vibe. Hey, man, how are you? You good? I'm happy that they talk to me. I don't mind talking to them. They want to take a photo? Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's take five photos right now. But if I don't leave them with a piece of advice before they walk away, I did something wrong. Maybe one day I'll stop doing that. But for now, that's what I do. And I'm proud of it. I'm so no, proud like of it. That. So, Ahmed, um, we wanted to talk about Sonic branding. And I'm sure there's a lot of people watching right now, but they don't know what was Sonic branding. Absolutely. So, can you please explain to us a little bit about it? My favorite subject. <laughs> leave it to me. Leave it to me. Okay. Please. Peeps, Ahmed. Sonic branding. Changed my life. Made me who I am. Gave me the money to be who I am. Changed my mentality. Changed my mindset. Gave me the opportunity to go into understanding the details of the details of the details of anything on planet Earth. What is Sonic Branding? It is the music for brands, but not a jingle you hear on TV for an advertisement. That's called a jingle. So people think that uh, a jingle is a Sonic Branding. Like, oh, McDonald's produced this music for this advertisement. That's a jingle. But when you say, do, 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 I'm loving it. That's a sonic branding. So sonic branding is usually utilized or, or the most noticeable bit is the catchy bit at the end of any video, radio ad, blah, blah, blah. It was created long time ago and it was innovated upon by multiple people. Even here in the in the UAE, the do, 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 who doesn't know that, right? right? And that was produced in 2008 by some really awesome people. Now, the power of sonic branding is what I want to talk about. So it is known as the audio branding. That's it. So what do you do? You take a brand and just like they have a visual, like you go into any five-star hotel, it's all about visual, right? It's all about the experience. Sonic branding is exactly that. It's how you give and elevate the experience of a brand through sound, but not just any sound, not just any little catchy melody. A lot of people who do sonic branding in the region of the Middle East, in my honest opinion, do it in a very old school way. They do it in a very McDonald's way. I don't like it. So as someone, what in what way? In a way where it's a certain melody that is following a certain chord, not that I'm a musically educated person, that is meant to be catchy. Same way, think about overproduction. Think about pop music, right? A lot of right. them, if you go online and you Google, okay, so is pop music really following certain scales only? Yes, they're following certain things that makes your brain like them. That make, it's audio science. It makes things catchy. But in the reality of the world, that's not how it works. 
in the reality of the world, there's so much more than what's famous in terms of music. So what did I want to do? I wanted to go out there and make sonic branding, make audio branding in my own little way without a musical background but the love for music. And when I started producing them, when I was, excuse me, when I was lucky enough and honored to be picked as a 22-year-old to produce the audio branding for a company that could have easily went with a big studio, but instead went with a literal kid who was producing from his own little studio apartment all the way in Studio City, sorry, in uh, Sports City, that was an honor for me. And some of them are really famous. Google me. So... um. That's how it started, right? So Sonic Branding, if you make a piece, it's a four-second piece. So you make a jingle. Say it's one minute, 30 seconds for an ad, whatever. You get the charge of anywhere between 10, 20,000 dirhams if you're new or something. And then if you're really well-known, you can maybe go to like 36, 40, 50,000 dirhams if you're lucky. Sonic Branding, even back then when I was a kid, I would say good morning at 40 to 50,000 dirhams. That's just to begin the conversation. Wow. Begin just to begin the conversation because the clients get to use it. The brands get to use it for five, 10, 15 years. They get to own the rights to it, the royalties. They, they, they push it on every single advertisement from radio, TV, online, social media, uh, digital assets, UI applications. Uh, uh, Yap, the Yap app, the bank thingy, the transaction sound, that little thing that it mm. does, I made that. So there's even to that level of detail, right? So Sonic branding is incomprehensibly powerful. And as proof, I'm going to show you guys uh, to make things a little bit more exciting. I'm going to show you a few brands that I'm personally proud of. Some of them might recognize them. Some of them you don't. But as soon as you actually go to the social media or whatever, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, they are using it. And some of them are extremely famous. So let's start with one that I am. Uh, so, again, Sonic Branding is just the four-second melody. And then you've got multiple adaptations. A song designed for radio, a song designed for online, a song designed for social media, and a song that's designed for the phone. So, for example, if I were to show you the Rick Sauce Hotels internationally. This Sonic, I'm so proud of it because it's being used internationally, not just regionally. So every Rick Sauce on the planet uses the same music with the same signature. And I'm honored about that. So what did I do? I actually went to every single Rick Sauce in the UAE. I experienced it myself as a customer, as, as someone staying at the hotel. And I came up with the entire brand guidelines and audio. So, and then you've got something called an audio manual. So how do they use it? Where do they use it? How do they measure the, the, how much money they're making from it? And, you know, just like the Instagram insights, which you just showed me because I'm a newbie in social media, <laughs> please support it. Uh, same thing, but in an in insane detail. So this is the Sonic branding for Rick Sauce. Right now, what I can tell you about a lot of them, I've produced the music for 52 companies and growing, alhamdulillah. Uh, and right now, people are taking this very, very serious in the Middle East. Even if you look at the FIFA World Cup, I generally don't know who composed that. The, I, I don't even remember it, which is not a good thing now, is it? For Sonic Branding, the whole point is to remember it. Right. But yeah, I, I didn't feel like it was powerful enough. But again, that's just my opinion. It's a very subjective matter. But let me play Rick Sauce for a second. Rick Sauce is a high-end five-star hotel. So you're off the plane. You're going to a nice hotel. You want to relax. You want to feel every element in it. But what makes them special what makes rick sauce compared to any other hotel special right so i had to go through all of that to truly be able to feel them in that sort of level so sorry i talk a lot check this out this is the the sonic branding for rick sauce it's just downloading on my phone give it a second because it's on the cloud there we go here we go Now, this wasn't the final. The final has Rick Sauce by a girl at the end, which I can show you. And then you've got the music that's on the phone. So let's say I 
open up the Sonic adaptation. This is a one-minute piece designed only for the phone, the customer service. It has nothing to do with their music for social media or anything else. This is designed just for the phone. Now, check this out. All right, it's downloaded and done. Now, let me call Rick Sauce. <laughs> Here we go. Which one? I can call anyone. Let's say Premium Dubai JBR. Yellow. It's one of them. It helps people not worry too much when on the phone. Right. Like the For Humanity campaign, the vaccine campaign, like a year and a half ago, right? The the one by Abu Dhabi, the G42. That one is just is so relaxing when you listen to it. And it has that kind of vibe into it. So I have a lot here, so I'm trying to find it. Okay, I found it. So For Humanity was the vaccine initiative. You've heard it on the radio, on social media, and everywhere. This was their brand identity. How do you calm people down in a pandemic? Right. That was a serious challenge for me. And I had to produce it. Not just the four-second one, but the whole thing. Multiple songs, multiple adaptations. And all of them within a week and a half. Ahmed, a week and a yeah. half. That is insane when you're a music composer, by the way. Especially sonic branding, which is the hardest thing. Check this out. For humanity. Just the way it comes out. You feel it. Whether you like it or not, it's in your head. Right. It's in your head. And I have so much. You know me from, uh, in terms of sonic branding, you've got the one for Barakat Juices, the... Man, there's so much. I've done 52 companies, for God's sake. <laughs> there's so much. The Switch TV, Atisalat. The Switch TV. Switch TV. So I use the sound of an old TV to make people memorable on why live TV is important. So there's so much that goes into this, but I do it my way. I do it my way. You've, you've, got, you've got stuff that really, really, really open up your brain in a very, 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 very different manner. So that's how I put it there. So, man, there's so much. Okay, here, I'll give you a few. Insurance market. How annoying. How annoying. But when you think of insurance, who are you going to be thinking of? For sure. That's wow. the power of sonic branding. And yes, it makes a humongous amount of money. And I like doing that. And yeah, it's my favorite thing to do. When, it, when you talk about sonic branding, first thing that comes in my mind is the McDonald's ad. That's what made it so famous. Right? I'm loving it. Was it? So, I'm loving it. So, if you look at the melody, the... It follows the way it went. So I met the guy who composed. No the, yes, yes, he's a good friend of mine. Believe it or not, he's not. No way. Unfortunately, back then the value for this thing was now he's infinitely more well off. But he's one of the gr grandfathers of Sonic branding, and he's done, I believe, around the hundred something companies in his career. I'm at 52 now, so hopefully by the time I'm his age, which is almost 60 now, or actually beginning of 60, I would have done a few hundred more. But basically, sonic branding is something that not just many people can do. A lot of people can go and try to sell it to you by making a catchy melody, but it won't represent the brand where it's going to be able to let it grow infinitely. Get, how do you get your clients for sonic branding? I know how to convince people. I know how to convince people very well. I get that well. because, like you said, you just started on social media. So my question is like... Yeah, I didn't use sonic branding. Oh, you've got to be able to promote yourself. Obviously, you're quite talented. You've got the skills. You're amazing, Right. But like you've got to be able to promote yourself, especially in this modern era we're living in, right? Where everything is all about social media and that's how you get noticed these days. 
Luckily, people don't watch TV anymore. By the I way. agree. I agree. But luckily, luckily, I came up with a quote a very long time ago. My very own quote, by the way. So you can quote me on this when I die. I came up with a quote that says, all you need is five minutes with the right person. Five minutes with the right person. I absolutely agree. I so believe in my own quote and I live by my own merit. I live by my own rules. I knew that all I needed was to impress the right people. And that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did. How do I get work? Do you have any idea how big my name is? Realistically, forget the ego. That might have come off in a bit of an egoistic way, but let's talk business. Let's talk your actual value, your portfolio, who you represent. Do you know how big my name is for someone who's 28 years old? I know. And, and to it's own impressive. businesses. And, and, and I'm gonna, we're going to talk about the school in a bit. And a lot of these things came because I simply understood my own value. So who knows me is one angle. But how much do I like, respect, and want to be with myself? is another angle how do i present myself as another angle i can go on social media and believe me i can say any of my famous voices or jingles it'll go viral and we've tried that and it went viral multiple times and that's why people now know me that's where the whole thing started right so social media is an incredibly important tool but for me i admit i'm a late comer i made a mistake it's my fault for not being part of this for not doing enough fast enough i agree but when you're so busy with, with, with a waiting list of work, right. and can you, it not wait? Of course, and you, you're actually networking and you've got your contacts. Yeah, now you look at my portfolio. If you look at my social media from TikTok to Instagram, it's a mix of comedy, voices, music, business, uh, money, you know. All of those things are mixed because I'm a, I'm a multi-talented artist. A lot of people, Ahmed, you know what they say? They say, I'll tell you this right now. You know what they say? They say, I wish I had the talent. What happens when you have too many? <laughs> right. And I'm still humble about it because I am humble because I come from literally nothing. But l l let me just stop you there, right? So you, you, you're doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. You're doing sonic branding, voiceover. Yeah. You're a business owner. Yeah. So what do you want people to know you as? All of them. What's wrong with that? I, and don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. Because I believe you can be a doctor slash an entrepreneur slash, you know, a chef at night slash a father. See, those, are, those, are, two, those are two different what you just named. For me, look at this this way. Art. Art is a very specific thing. I make music, right? I do comedy, right? I do voices, right? Very, very close to each other one way or another. But you just got to have what it takes. That's what it is. It's what it takes, guys. I mean, look at me. I'm cute. I can be on TV all the time. Hello. Hi. I'm cute, right? I got that by nature, by Allah, alhamdulillah. So those things, done. Business, I work hard. I work my butt off 24-7. No, I, I, I give you that, by the way. 24-7, because... Ahmed. I haven't eaten. Right now, what's the time right now? Ahmed, it's almost 6 o'clock. I haven't eaten, guys. I haven't eaten all day. And this is not like, and it's an exception. No, no, no. Weekends, what is that? As you heard earlier, I've been to three countries in my entire life. And recently I went to India for the first time. Why? Why? Why does a guy who has a Ferrari and a Porsche and whatever cannot go on a vacation worth, I don't know, 10,000 dollars? Yes, I can. But I don't want to. Because I made that necessary sacrifice. I didn't just talk about it. So you see, show more, say less works as well as say what's needed. And those who will resonate will resonate, Ahmad, because it comes from here. It comes from our hearts. It comes from our minds. It comes from who we are, what we represent, and how we represent it. I love representing myself because at the end of the day, I look in the mirror and I'm like, 
I love you, bro. And he's like, yo, you want to go on a ride in the Ferrari? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I go, I'm a kid. I'm a child having fun. But I run businesses. And I'm as serious as they come when I have to, how I have to. And you know how I promote myself? I do a good job. You know how many people, you know the saying, right? Do a good job, a few people speak. Do a bad job, hundreds speak, right? Well, those few people were enough. I don't do a bad job. I don't under-deliver on my music, my voices, my whatever it is that I'm doing. No, you know, you just said a good point because profit and business comes from repeated customers who also boost your business by telling their friends and family and that's how you grow faster. That's how I grow. Word of mouth is really powerful. Man. Social media is powerful, right? But this is as powerful. But word of mouth is amazing. Word of mouth to the right people. Because I run, so let's talk about Mind of Studios. It's my audio production house in Media City in the CNN building. I have an incredible team there, which I am infinitely grateful for. They run the operations. What do we do? We record voiceover advertisements. Uh, a lot of them. Humongous amount. We do music for brands, from sonic branding to jingles to everywhere in between. Uh, we do uh, sound design and sound effects from documentaries and full feature films. We've actually worked with Netflix quite a bit. So try to look out for Mindloop Studios when you're watching any local productions or regional productions. Uh, you've, got, uh, you've got mixing, mastering for artists who really want to get their music out there, ready for Spotify and everywhere in between. We do all of these things in Mindloop Studios. You want to book French Montana? Talk to us. You want to book Eminem? Talk to us. You want to book DJ Khaled? Talk to us. I can show you a bunch of numbers right now. You'll be like... The hell? Yeah, they're my friends. Not them personally, but their managers are, and they know me. They know I exist. Specifically, French Montana, you'll see that I've actually helped him out a few times. Go through Mindup Studios' Facebook page or Instagram page. Tell me what you find. But it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, all the agencies, they require good quality work. People are ready to work. I have engineers. I have composers. I have sound designers. I have a production manager who's an absolute queen. I have an assistant who's amazing. That is what it takes. The dream team Bro, of you no, and exactly. me. Exactly. No, you, you've just touched on a really, really good point because I've... I've, I've said that in my previous podcast, right? You are as only as good as your team, right? Honestly, like, wallah, it's so true, bro. Because when I, when I first started off my business, I'm always looking for, because, you know, when you start, you have limited resources, you don't have as much money. So I was always looking for the shortcuts, hiring freelancers for cheap routes, right? Where I can get someone cheap, right? But they're not necessarily the best. Absolutely. But once I start thinking bigger and tr putting my ego in the bin, start hiring better people than me in the market who've been in the market for 25 years plus, 30 years plus, bro, my business literally took off. And I'm proud to say that I'm the youngest guy in the company, even though I'm the CEO and the owner. But you, you know who can tell you the same thing? Before we hired a certain individual in Mindloop Studios recently, he was 21 years old. Before that happened, same. <laughs> no, but it's true, bro, because think, think about your business or your team as a football team. Absolutely. Right? So here you're going to, let's say, going to play the World Cup tomorrow final. Who are you going to have in goal? Who's your defense? Who's your striker? Who's your midfield? Love that, Ahmed. Right? I just because, love because that right now. Because competing, you. you're competing with a with guy around the corner who's got the best goalkeeper, who's got the best striker. So you need to be able to compete and 100%. Trophies, right? And people forget that business <laughs> is amazing to be able to produce. When you do business, it's not just about the money. Look at the people we've solved problems for that we've taken care of through the weekend, through whatever. That's Mindloop Studios. It's my baby. And Mindloop, you know how old that company is? 21 years old. If it wasn't for the founder making me his partner, I'd be nobody today. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's so true. And you know what I was going to say as well? In business, you know, when, when you link business with sports, they're quite similar. Because at the end of the day, it's team sports, it's teamwork, 
right? If I haven't got a good team behind me, I'm, I'm not going to go anywhere. 100%. And like you really also said a good point. You keep saying really good stuff, bro. <laughs> I salute. But like it's all about providing a solution, right? Forget about like it's a solution. There's a problem and you want to fix it. And that's how we make money. Simple as it's that, that, guys. simple. Right? It's like, simple as that, think guys. About the, think about an existing problem that people have or face every day. And how you ca- what can you do? What can you bring to the table to sort that problem? Then people will pay you for that. And for social that media needs to be used the right way as well. No, of course, of course. And you know what it is these days, bro? Like, people actually lack self-respect and self-value, right? So if, you t- if your boss, let's say if you work in a restaurant and your boss tells you, hey, Ahmed, please throw the bin outside. You're going to be say, yes, sir, you're going to do it. If you work at a company and, get, and they tell you, you're working New Year's Eve, 6 o'clock in the morning. You're going to make sure you're up, you're, you're, you know, you're in your way at 4 o'clock. You get in there 20 minutes early. But when you tell yourself, I'm going to hit the gym tomorrow, I'm going to start this business tomorrow, and what? And you don't do it, that shows how much self-respect you've got for yourself. So you've always got to respect yourself and value yourself. Honestly. Did you guys just hear what Ahmed said? <laughs> it's true. You think you're wasting your time by watching this podcast? <laughs> He's had some incredible, incredible people here. No, and I've seen that. But do you think you. you're watching... Uh, you're, sorry, do you think you're wasting your time watching the podcast? Do you know how much knowledge is in here right now? Free knowledge that you guys just get to have at the palm of your hands? Did you forget what happened in the 50s or the 60s or the 70s or the 80s? Do you know how hard it is today to even allow yourself to be yourself without criticism? Do you know how many people criticize me? Do you know how many people don't even like me in the market? Bro, every day. You got to deal with haters. You got to deal with disbelievers every day. But you know what I love, bro? Oh, my God. I love, yeah, I love showing up every day. I'm proving myself to myself, first of all. I'm doing it for myself and the thrills I get, bro. The adrenaline rush I get, bro. Like even doing this episode with you, right? The energy we get in now, the energy we have in the room, bro. There's nothing can match There's it. nothing fake about that, by the way. It's you know, authentic. Th- 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 there's nothing fake about that. And, and you said it yourself. Yesterday, I posted a video on my TikTok and I deleted it after 15 minutes because it pissed me off. But basically, I had a video with a guy called Ayman. Ayman's a great guy. He's 18 years old and he goes to people and he's like, uh, hey man, great car. What do you do for a living? So he approached me and he did one of those videos and I was in the Ferrari. Oh, this and guy is this all right. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a nice guy. He's Lebanese as well. I really respect him. Anyway, he posted the video and he tagged me and we became friends and... Uh, uh, and one of the comments are like, uh, he doesn't even own that car with multiple laughing emojis. And I just, I was sitting there on my couch. I'm like, why did I open up my TikTok? Because he tagged me. I was going through the comments and I'm like, okay, right. Should I overreact? Or not? And then I went and I'm like, I made a video of like showing the ownership papers and stuff. And I'm like, Ahmed, just be, be bigger than that. So you see, no, it's, you, it's, have, to, you have to be bigger than no, that. Because so look, don't listen to these people. Don't listen to this noise. It's all no, bro, like, oh, 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 listen, all this external noise is a distraction. They put there to test you out. And you fail sometimes and it's okay to fail. I failed for 15 minutes when I posted that video. Right. But then logic kicked back in. Delete that video. Not because if you respond to comments, you're weak. You're sensitive. You don't deserve what you have. No, no, you no, gotta no, be no. really strong. You gotta have that strong mentality, right? Oh, I don't want to curse. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> I don't this is curse. PG and we have some amazing offers for you and your family. Well, let me tell you something, right? People will always talk. People will always judge you. People will always have something to say about you. But who cares? Absolutely. People will always talk regardless, bro, of whatever you're doing. You've got to keep shining. You've got to keep doing your best and live your life. Absolutely. Because 
Bro, you, you came clo- close to death and you understand how... I was quite literally that. You appreciate the moment, right? The moment of time. So whatever people say is just talk and talk is cheap. Absolutely. So forget about people. Screw all these people. Absolutely. All right. Uh, moving into my last two questions because we got to wrap off. You, I know you're hungry. Yes, I am. What's your biggest lesson in business? In three words. In three words? Three words. Survive, survive, survive. End the story. Survive, survive, survive. End the story. At the end of the day, it really goes down to that. Business is all about survival sometimes. It really goes down to that, Ahmad. Everything else needs to come naturally to you. 100%. From from management to respecting the people you work with. By the way, I don't don't have anyone working for me. They work with me. Can you listen to that no, a few more times? That, bro. I love that. Can you listen to that, that a few more times and stop thinking and I get off that. your high horse because daddy left you a company? Yeah? <laughs> no, I love that. Because I always, you know, when I say people that work with me, they don't work for me. We work together. No, no, but I made mistakes. For many, 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 many years, I thought and people worked that, for me. I thought people worked for me. But now I have a team in, in one of my companies, mind I have a team that humbled me the hell down. Now, literally, I'm so blessed by them, I literally don't even need to look at the well, emails. Like we said, you, you, you're only as good as your team. Moving to my next question. Yes. What's your biggest loss in business? <sighs> I didn't have enough time to do more. Are you ever gonna have enough time to do things? There's never such a such a thing. Having enough time is a myth, right? And that's why when I say people don't respect themselves enough, they don't value themselves enough. Oh, I'm gonna do this tomorrow, and tomorrow comes, they don't do it. Oh, I'm gonna hit the gym tomorrow, they don't do it. But when they work at a restaurant, or and their boss tells them throw the bin outside, yes, sir, I'm gonna do it, right? Or when your boss tells you to come work on New Year's, yes, I'm gonna work on New Year's. You're gonna show up 30 minutes early. There's no such a thing as enough time. There really isn't such thing enough time, but I'll tell you what, 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 what has helped me in business the most. My mom texts me, good morning, and I love you every morning. And if you don't have that, I'm sorry. No, I love that. And, and I want to say something, of course, because we, in our cultures, in our traditions, we, be, you know, in our religion as well, uh, after worshipping Allah, God, God, be faithful to your parents. And if you have that blessings, you're unstoppable. Believe me, it plays a big role in your psyche. It plays a big, 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 big role in your psyche. What's the most exciting project you're working on? Right now? I'm working around 11. You said you're working on the school. Oh, yeah, the school's massive. So, see, when you say project, I think of music, voices, and I didn't think of the big one, but you're right, it is the school. Guys, can I make this out to the camera? Ahmed, is that all right? Yeah, please do it, feel free. I'm about to change. <laughs> I get so emotional talking about this. I am a school dropout who is opening a school. You heard that, right? What is the school and what does it teach? It's a media school that teaches you audio, video, photography, or voiceover. Voiceover. And what does it actually do? It gives you the equivalent of three years of experience in as little as three months. And at the same time, it connects you with the correct market locally and internationally to get work from your passion. That's not it. That's not, sorry, that's not only it. At the same time, we built a completely unseen, unbelievable, one-on-one, personal, extremely customized, the Rolls Royce of education is what I've built. Who you are, who your personality is, your character, your business, your sales, every bit, your social media, how you need to be seen, how to make your own brand. It's beautiful.
beautiful and there's nothing like it at the moment we're teaching audio and voiceover so get in contact if you want to become a professional post-production or production audio engineer and if, if it's your dream to become a voiceover un unfortunately on the field is you need to have the right stuff to enter you can't just pay and enter and we charge a lot of money because we change your life we're not like a usual 5k blah, blah, blah. no 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 we're 10 times that right literally and financially speaking so you need to have some money before you enter and you can't just enter this is on the field academy you've got to be serious it'll become your life at the very <laughs> least a part of it that's what i'm building and guess what i'm a sole investor i ain't taking nobody's money it's my money on the line and your future i'm here to empower cheers good luck man good luck with the school good luck with all your businesses and it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. pleasure is mine Ahmed. Honestly, thank you so like, much i really enjoyed doing this with you it's fun uh, huh no it is is fun and like you know what it is bro like about doing this podcast because i've told people multiple times the objective of this podcast is to inspire educate enrich people and provide the right source of information to people because you can google anything but good luck finding the right information Absolutely. right ah, ah Hence why uh, you, you know leonardo, uh, uh, leonardo dicaprio the <laughs> no, but it's, just true. Said. it's true but good luck finding the right information hence why we make the wrong decisions hence why i've built the school quite literally well listen ahmad, hence why i've started this podcast ahmad i'm telling you right now and i'm telling everybody at the same time don't lose hope in people i know what it's like out there beyond this microphone beyond this room i know what it's really like 100%. i've lived it i've been accused of things that i have not done i've been accused of lies i've never said i've accused i've been accused of multiple things a lot of times yeah, one caller to my lawyer usually solves it. But before I get there, I get hurt because usually it's the people closest to me that hurt me first. So don't lose hope in people. Just find the right ones. And stop thinking fame makes you anybody. No, I'm famous absolutely. and I don't care. Absolutely. I'm famous and I don't care. <laughs> Should I make that a jingle? What I'm proud of is the people that say, because of you, one, two, three. Because of you, four, five, six. To those, I shed a freaking tear. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Ahmed. Uh, before we end this podcast or this episode, we've got a tradition in this podcast. Oh, interesting. Right? I wasn't actually aware of that. <laughs> FYI. All right. What is it? So the last, the, every guest comes here, writes a question for the next guest. So I'm going to read out to you the question that the previous guest wrote for you. Right. It's completely random. All right. If you would choose, oh, okay. If you would choose the man of your death, what will it be? Can you repeat that, sorry? If you would choose the manner of your death, what will it be? Mm. Really? I love speed. And he, and he wrote why as well. I love speed. Why? Because you love speed? No, of course not. Because that's how my friend's gone. Okay. That's deep. May, may they rest in peace. I'm sure they are. And I'm sure they're proud of you and what you're doing. And I'm proud of them for what they've done when they were here on this earth. That's really deep. Thank you, Ahmed, so much. And please, before you go, we've got to write a question for our next guest. And, oh, I just remembered. I, I would like you, please, to do a voiceover <coughs> to the camera because you're so good. Telling them to subscribe, like, and stay tuned for, you know, yeah. You want to see how creative I am on the spot? And I promise on my Let's life, go. I, like I, 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 didn't, I didn't come up with this before I came here. I promise like on my you've life. Never done before. Tick tock, tick tocks. Today 
is the kind of talk that the one of you could be in the next part of your life. Every chapter is delivered in a different manner, and every piece of you is always interchanging. So wake up in the morning and love yourself a little bit more. Call your mom, and if she's in the house, go give her a little kiss. Reality never ends at the end of your day. Thank <laughs> you.